0: <laughs> welcome Hello. episode 346 we got cooking today yes holy churning strokes. up just hilarity and <laughs> brainy stuff oh i wish it out only. i guess
1: that's the word churning out
0: churning how are you oh, are you still what? single what's going on okay. still single <laughs> looking to mingle what if i asked you that every week that would
1: be hilarious you totally should sarah are you single i think i'm gonna be single for a while yeah? Yeah. But I'll tell you, I met somebody yesterday, not like romantically, sure. but I was at the airport mm-hmm. and I was just having a rough day. Like I had been doing a lot of traveling. My flight was canceled. It was all, you know, messed up and I had no sleep. And it was that morning i had also gotten served with the divorce papers. And so oh, that's no. like heavy. So here I am like walking around the airport, like just thinking about how, Oh, gosh, what, like, am I going to be alone forever? Like, is that's this what you were of. Just, I was having like one of those, you Holy know, I, I, it was, I, if you look over, you know, like the things that are contributing to my mood, I was, I didn't have any food. I hadn't had coffee yet. I was tired and didn't get enough sleep. I had just come from doing a sexual assault training with the military. Like that's really emotionally draining to like share all that and be there for, hear those stories and hold that space for people. And so I was just in a place where I was like oh, you know, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and then all this stuff, the divorce stuff is like, you know, right there on my mind. And I'm just kind of walking around like, oh God, just with this heavy feeling. And so I go to, you know, some airport restaurant, probably TJ Fridays or something and sit down and I go (laughs) and I'm like looking around for a plug. And this guy is like, do, do you need a plug? Like here, you can reach, you know, re- re- the cord will reach all the way over here and I can plug it in. No problem. You know, and any anytime a guy talks to me, there's like this first initial, like, he's trying to hit on me thing?
0: Well, and, just to jump in, yeah. he is.
1: Yeah, well, that's what I thought <laughs> in the beginning.
0: Uh, and uh-huh.
1: then, so I sat down and I'm like, you know, turn my back to him. And I don't know what he said, but he said something along the lines of like, Oh God, it was like hopeful and optimistic and something like, you know, sometimes you just need somebody to like help you out a little bit. Sure. It was something like that about plugging the thing in. And mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, thanks, you know. And I don't know what what how we got started talking because I was giving off the I don't want to talk vibes. Yeah. And he just opens up and he says like I just got divorced a few years ago, and I'm in love with this woman who's, like, the most amazing woman I've ever met. Here, let me show you a picture. He was, like, one of those where he, like, wanted to talk and wanted to engage. Good and then started saying it was, like, every single thing that I needed to hear.
0: Oh.
1: I started crying right there to him.
0: Oh, uh, I Like, this guy came in, and he
1: was, like, Sarah. I unsolicited Like, I did not... I I had no idea what, like, I I didn't say anything about getting divorced, but he's like, you know, sometimes after getting divorced, it could feel like you are just going to be alone forever and you're just not going to... And like, it's so hard and it's so hard. And I just thought, you know what I got to do? I got to work on myself and I got to put all my energy into me right now. And and I had not told him I just got divorced. And then all of a sudden I just started tearing up and I was like, I needed this information more than you could ever know because I'm in the middle of getting divorced and I just got my divorce papers and I had... You were saying the counter to every single thought that was running through my head today, and it was like so amazing and wonderful. And and he and then he was joking, and he's like, "And here you were probably thinking that I was trying to hit on you or something."
0: Well, for sure was. I mean, if you were like, "Will you sleep with me right now?" Do you really think he'd be like, "Absolutely not"? I kind of think he, like
1: there was something different about this guy.
0: He's like a little angel. I
1: think so. Okay. Like it really. Oh my god, I'm going to tear i talking about it. I was oh my like, god. Oh my god. This guy I was like. Exactly what I needed when I needed it, and it was
0: so just like somebody who just pops
1: right down, and there you go, and then is like, uh, and then starts talking to me about like what he did afterwards. What really helped him find himself was that he went into nature and he went on a long hike by, by himself. And he's like, I did the Appalachian, Appalachian Trail, and I was thinking about doing the Pacific Crest Trail, and that's the book that I read, Wild, mm-hmm. where I decided. I got to get divorced. Yeah. So he brings up the book that was like the, like the story in the book that was the thing that it was just too weird. All these weird serendipitous coincidences that were happening. And then we walk out of the airport together. And I've always said that like, you know, whenever I'm in a place where I feel like I need a sign, I'm always like, universe, just like, give me a sign. And I always see like a heart rock or a heart in something or a heart you know, wherever and like in nature or whatever. And as I'm leaving the airport and thinking about this guy and like thinking like, wow, what an angel. I look up at the sky and there's a Mylar balloon in a heart balloon that's caught in the like air conditioning thing at the airport. Right. As I look up and go, wow, thank you. Thanks God. Thanks universe for giving me that. And then it's like, boom, heart balloon in the middle of the air, like random place in the ceiling.
0: I was like, man. I think he was like an angel. It's lucky that you're open to those things because that would not happen to me because I'd shut it down like way before you did. He was like one of those people where even despite me shutting it down and sitting with
1: my back to him, he was like, no, no, no. I have information that I need to tell you.
0: Well, I'm glad it was a blessing um, yeah, to you. Yeah,
1: it really was. So it was nice.
0: And was you great. know our listeners are going to be so into this story. <laughs>
1: Susie's like rolling her eyes, but it really was. Anytime a
0: guy wants to tell me about things he's learned, I'm going to shut down. But But I'm glad
1: it spoke to you. It did. And at the same point, because I had that thought too, where I was like kind of in what you're thinking right now. And Mm -hmm. I was like, wow, Sarah, this is one of those times where you need to let go of those. Mm -hmm. you know, Because when I um, first started dating men or when I was dating women and then was like, mm, you know, maybe I could open my eyes up to yeah, open my mind digging. up, you know, maybe mm-hmm. I met this guy uh, who became my roommate who was like that too, where he was like just a really good dude friend. Yeah, And it was great. And he taught me so much. And I was like, Oh, there are awesome dudes oh, out yeah, there. There are. And so I felt like this was another moment where I was like, Oh, is this all like guys just, you know, guys are like this. And then the universe gave me of like, here you go. Here's one. Who's like, Emotional, in touch, all those things, values that. Wait, wait, what did Said, he
0: think when you started crying on oh, the Oh, he spot? was real sweet.
1: He was like, he, you can tell this guy, like, was good at holding space for people. Mm-hmm. And then I, he told me a little bit about his story, and he was a paramedic, a firefighter paramedic, and then left that, and now he's a muralist who travels all over the world painting murals, but now he's in love with this woman and wants to settle down. He's going back to school to become a physician's assistant. So he's like a caretaker, like... He's got that in him where he's like, I got to help people. I got to.
0: Are you guys like Facebook friends now or something? I think he. we're friends on
1: Instagram. Oh my or, yeah,
0: God. But, but we
1: haven't like communicated since our, our <laughs> airport. Uh, oh my God. I
0: love it. I can't wait to know, look through his feed. Right. And, and judge in, him. Yeah. <laughs> but oh. it was just like a
1: real special little like moment. So. Sometimes
0: when you're going through stuff, you are more like open to. Totally those moments in the universe i, yeah. I think i've been there maybe yeah. once or twice yeah
1: <laughs> i needed that it was just like one of those where now i've like been reflecting on it and being like
0: oh i'm gonna how focus old on is me. this clown
1: pro- oh i would probably say like late 30s
0: no way younger huh yeah okay yeah, yeah yeah well i'm glad it was a meaningful moment for you thank you sus mean, <laughs> that say that <laughs> wow, I don't know where yeah. to go from there. So I'm that, pretty was good like, at segways, that was that but. was
1: that was the whole. Are you still single? The question. The answer is no or yes because uh, I'm focusing on me.
0: Well, if you're focusing on you, one thing you might want to do is take some classes with Skillshare. Oh yes, we have been loving them for a long time. Um, Skillshare is a great option if you want to pursue uh, learning and continuing your education. Um, But you don't, like, have the time or the inclination to go to university or whatever. And it's an online learning community. They have thousands of amazing classes. They have dozens of creative and uh, entrepreneurial skills that you can learn about. Like, if you want to do photography or creative writing or whatever. I think there's a lot of people who are like, I'd like to learn about such and such, but they're never going to go to a college or something. Mm-hmm. And so this is such a nice option for you wanting to do that and continue your lifetime learning, which yeah. is what we always talk about. Um, I, w- I, what would you take? Well, like if you were going to, I would be interested in photography, but I'm not. That's
1: like the kind of the first thing that jumps in my head too, because I, am thinking about how just learning a little bit of the basics yeah, and, and thinking about our book club book suck. range, which is all about learning about a range of things. Yeah. What a great tool to learn a little bit about those things. The one that I'm looking at though, finances.
0: Oh, that's a great one. I need that. That's a really good choice. Yeah, I have read books and stuff because I was like you, like, I feel like I should know more yeah, about right. this. But even after I read them, I was like, I don't know. Right. Like, <laughs> so I don't know those words. I need, need somebody. You instructor. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for our listeners. Get two months of Skillshare for free. So you get Two months. You can try it out. This is what I'm always telling you people. Just do it. Yeah, That's sorry. right. Skillshare is offering the Brain Candy Podcast listeners two months of unlimited access, unlimited access <laughs> to thousands of classes for free. To sign up, go to Skillshare.com slash Brain Candy. Again, go to Skillshare.com slash Brain Candy to start your two months now. That's Skillshare.com slash Brain Candy. How cool is that? Mm. We love learning around here. Oh, love
1: it. It's like my favorite thing.
0: It's our, it's our it's favorite. Like favorite.
1: Learning and drinking wine, and if you
0: could do the same, both of them maybe they have a class about um, like sommelier class. Yeah, like wine. Yeah, why wouldn't they? That would be cool. Yeah, I could because then it seems like you're drinking in a way that's acceptable, (laughs) (laughs) not just to soothe your weary brain. Right. Um, I wanted to find this thing that I have saved on my phone that is uh, okay. I guess it was lacrosse a lacrosse okay. uh list of all the people where the fudge is it oh lacrosse damn. like
1: the sport
0: yeah it was like the team that is the you know the be- the national okay. champions okay but it had a list of their names and now i can't find it but it was i could basically tell you Braden, connor <laughs> and like it was every but it, 50 of them and you're like oh my god okay wait here it is Okay, this is the first team. Men's all name team for uh lacrosse. Okay. Shackle Ford. First oh, name. Shackle. Shackle Ford? Shackle Ford, okay. Stanwick Senior. Oh,
1: see of course it is.
0: Senior? What is oh, that? Oh, senior? Mean? Like there's a junior? Like I'm confused by these abbreviations. Okay. The next one is Quinn Commandment. Oh God. Declan Smartwood. These are no! not made up. No. <laughs> yes, Holden Rose dar sleeper sky dupree taggart eimer well Dallas- these are all the names that you need to
1: write a romance novel a really <laughs> cheesy
0: wheaton tanner <laughs> caden oh my god i was i right. do not
1: know which are the first names and which are the last <laughs> names too. these are
0: all first names okay now. okay wheaton tanner Corson, and caden Witten, con <laughs> gage reigns hampton and uh, um colby oh my gosh why is that so funny to me because it's a stereotype, it's and unfortunately, when they're, it's white people, stereotypes are fun. They're so funny. <laughs> Come oh, on with that. That's silly. All right, let's look at the women's. I haven't looked at this yet. Oh. Aurora, Parker, Loring, Dempsey, Barrett, Arden, Auden, Regan, Harlow. Oh, for Christ's <laughs> sake. <laughs> so bad. The worst is that one
1: of those is the name that I wanted to name, dot Harlow. See? But they're probably not naming it after the scientist who did the experiments with the monkeys.
0: No, probably but not. does it matter? No. Holliston, Liza Banks. That's one word. Uh, Grayson, female. Is it Liza with a Z? <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> Harley, Hudson, and Winnie. If she had same-sex parents, it's okay. Oh, well, yeah. Right. Obviously. Liza with a Z. I mean, come on. <laughs> it seems like. Liza with a Z. Yeah. So those are just some of them, but- Ugh,
1: come oh on. Oh my God, Suze. That's hilarious. And half of those sound like fake names. <laughs> the other day I was selling stuff on Craigslist and I got an email. And sometimes when you sell stuff on Craigslist, there's a bunch of scams. And I got an email back that was like, looking to buy your furniture. And then the name was Dylan Lucas. Huh. And I was like, fake name.
0: Really? Susie's
1: mom would totally think that's a fake name.
0: <laughs> for <mom>. sure. <laughs> she sniffs out those yeah. fake and names. Yeah. And then I thought, and then
1: I, it turns out. Fake. No. And I'd even try to like Google it with his email, all that stuff. Fake, 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 fake,
0: For fake. For real? And I shouldn't, I
1: was right with the fake name, so.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: Names tell us a lot. And uh, those funny white people names.
0: Because uh, <laughs> it's one thing if it's just funny, but yeah. it's pretentious. Yeah. Oh, so and pretentious. It's, I mean, Lincoln Butler is not far behind. Let's face it. I mean. Eh. If right. if that name were on that list, no one would be like, "That's no. weird." Right? Nobody, it would be make like, sense. Yeah. Like that makes sense. White boy,
1: weirdo. Sarah <laughs> Patterson would not make sense on that list.
0: No, it'd it, be like
1: weird. It's Sarah? too normal. It's too normal. But Sarah yeah. Rice, especially. Yeah, Patterson is kind of Patterson is kind of like a, you know,
0: Waspy. Snoo- yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: I just thought you'd get a kick out of that. I do. I mean, what's in a name? But- Yeah, a I lot. Mean, <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately, a lot. Just like we were saying last time about Susie Butler. She probably sells Tupperware. Like we make assumptions yes. about people. Yeah. So mm-hmm. beware. If you're having a baby-
1: Like, really think about that. Susie and I are giving each other such big eyes right now of like, oh my Uh. God, yes. (laughs) I like thinking about that. and Yeah. We're like, oh, you do have to think about that
0: stuff. Like, this is
1: bad for the podcast, but...
0: I mean, but it's true. It is. Hold on, I got to hydrate. Oh,
1: she's hydrating people. Give it time. Okay. All right, I feel better now. She's better.
0: Okay, what do you want to talk about now? Uh, Did you see the Aziz Ansari
1: comedy? Stand
0: up. No. That was um, my first.
1: I was like, mm, I had a big wall up with watching that. Why? I got to say, first, I was a little hesitant. Um, like, okay, there were a few things I want to talk about. So okay. I, I, I see, I I watch it. And uh, like a lot of comedy specials, there's always like a little intro, you know, where they're like walking up or whatever. I hate that. Okay. I'd like to break that down for a bit. <laughs> It Break seems it like in a lot of them, they're kind of sad.
0: Oh, those intros. well, that's for sure. Yeah, what's that about? I think that the the artist is generally pensive before a show, so okay. I think they are trying to exhibit that. It's just a strange thing to like
1: st- kick off a comedy special, yeah. I see with what something you're saying. dark and sad that kind of makes it's like somber in the beginning.
0: Yeah, and maybe it anchors it or something. I don't know. There's
1: got to be some study of like logic to it because once I saw Aziz Ansari's and I was like, that's kind of a sad start. And then I thought about other ones and I was like, wait a sec, Mm -hmm. there's kind of a pattern of sad starts. And yeah, they're not
0: like playing juggling or something. They're always
1: like in deep thought.
0: And it's and then I was like, maybe this is
1: you're seeing, you know, because we've talked about how sometimes comedians can be kind of sad and have this. Like, that's their real, you know. Yeah. So I wonder if maybe that's a way for them to kind of, I don't know, be vulnerable or show a little bit of the truth of who they are before they go up on stage and they become the comedian that,
0: you know. Yeah. Whatever it is, it's intentional. Yeah. To create whatever mood they're going for. So maybe that is what they want to do. They want to provide it some sort of foundation and then it lightens up or something, yeah, but I'm usually turned off by it and forward through it
1: me too,, mm-hmm. and it kind of makes me feel a little like sad for the mm-hmm. present the for the comedian, <laughs> or like I don't know what that was about,
0: so it's not joyful
1: s- the whole The whole thing kind of started with that sad tone, and he did address his sexual misconduct, I think, in a way that was well done. And what did good. he say about it? Oh, that's the thing I wish I took notes on because I did not. I don't remember. I watched this like a week ago, maybe a little was bit this, less. what was
0: the tone?
1: Uh, very apologetic and unaware of how his actions were perceived and, and very humbled and not like, I'm sure. yeah, it was well done. And the other move that he made that I thought was really smart is he sat down the whole time.
0: Mm-hmm. And there
1: was something about that. That made it seem even more like...
0: Yeah, it's a humble posture. It was. And I was at the end, I was like,
1: okay. I
0: I mean, I wasn't upset about the accusations against him. I -hmm. thought that it was so overblown and sort of silly. Like, if I were her, I'd be upset. But I didn't think it deserved to be public information about his weird sexual proclivities. Especially since she didn't say no. Right, right. I mean, it seemed... Weird, but he had to address it. Right, has to. So I'm glad he did it in a way that you felt was meaningful.
1: Yeah, I did. And then I I was really going, you know, the whole time I was like, "Mm, I'm going to, I'll probably turn this off. And then I ended up watching the whole thing. And He's very talented. Yeah, and I was just like, okay, that he did it. You know, that was a good way. And do
0: you think he's out of the woods now and like everything's fine? I don't know.
1: I do feel like he's suffering from severe depression. He had a tone that was definitely different. And he also – he he talked about his own self-growth on there a lot. And he talked about why he's realized he's not the – how how he's really shed that – uh, what does he always say? Treat yourself like what, you know, fancy stuff, blah, blah, blah. Like how he's all into that. He's really shed a lot of that. And mm-hmm. through this process realized like what's important. And I just liked him talking about that. And
0: I thought he did a good job. Yeah. You'd recommend it. Yeah. Okay. So that's good to know. I wondered what your thoughts were going to be about it. Because
1: there was another one who I turned up, who I didn't watch. Who was it? There was somebody else who had, uh, 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 the, with the, oh, this the gross, is fun. the, ah, <laughs> a woman, the a man, man,
0: with the black, white, white, uh, big, b- small, big, and gross, big, and gross, gross,
1: Look, with the masturbating, with the, oh, yeah, Louis C.K. Louis C.K. <laughs> Gosh, that was a big. long way around the mountain. I mean, big, I shouldn't say he's <laughs> big, he's not big. That was like,
0: <laughs> I'm thinking like Ralphie Mae, like, he's dead. No, oh my god, that's right. R.I.P. I. Ralphie. <sighs> No, yeah, I mean, but, like, is And I, in my mind, dick. he's like
1: bigger than he really is because he's just sloppy and gross. Yeah, you know? he's gross. Like he didn't ever apologize. No, or he's really- fine
0: with it. Yeah, he's like what? So, fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, I'm Don't not get even me started, sorry, Linda. <laughs> Look- we are not. Not at all. Neither is he. So there you go. That's right. He is not. Sorry for Linda or anybody.
1: Anyone. So that, uh, yeah, turned that off. I couldn't even watch a second of it because I was like, oh.
0: He has a new one though or I, you mean the old one? I, I, I feel like it's there was gotta something be the old one.
1: that maybe,
0: yeah, I don't know. Yeah, F him. Yeah. He's, he is like white male, mm-hmm. straight privilege yeah. embodied in yeah. a human capsule. He does not get it either. No. Ugh. And and he thinks he's the victim, and all these other male comedians agree with him, and I just hate it.
1: Ew, who? Mm -hmm. Who do I have to hate
0: now? I mean, I get the impression that people like Jerry Seinfeld would think, you know, because he hates cancel culture. He hates, like, politically correct yeah. um, Jerry Seinfeld? Yeah. Yeah. Which, whatever, I get it. But I think a lot of people are like, yeah, it's bad, but not that bad. Mm. Like if some dick is blocking me in a room while he wanks. Oh my god, so fucking gross. <laughs> I mean, that's like the grossest. <laughs> <The> gross. <sighs> Any hoodles. Well, you know one ritual that I do love. Mm-hmm. Taking my vitamins, yes. Sarah. Need it. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Got to get a little bit of the vitamins. Yes. You got to get a little of the, whatever the heck they put in those things, like all the fish oil. That's
1: really important.
0: All the, what are they called? Omega three, all the threes, the ones with numbers, they seem important. Yes. Who cares? As long as it goes in your body and it doesn't taste like garbage or make you sick, which is what ritual does, then you're in good shape. They've obsessively researched the multivitamin for women specifically Love it. and they made it. With nine nutrients, they're difficult to get in your diet, Mm -hmm. and so they fill in the gaps uh, what you might be missing if you're not eating right or whatever It has all the good stuff that'll keep your energy up and feeling good and they have a deal for you guys If you try ritual today, you'll get an exclusive offer for 10% off your first three months Visit ritual.com slash brain candy to start your ritual today That's 10% off your first three months at ritual.com slash brain candy They have a prenatal mm-hmm. vitamin, which is awesome They um, are vegan certified, sugar-free, non-GMO, all that good stuff. It's the only vitamin I've taken as a ritual, religiously, um, because it doesn't make me sick. It's time-released, and it smells like mint and tastes like mint. So you guys will love it. And there you go. So order that at ritual.com slash brain candy. Yeah. Did you watch the Dr. Dr. Ruth documentary? No. I have to because
1: it's our friend, right?
0: Yeah. Ryan, uh, he made it. Uh, who made The Keepers And we mm-hmm. had on the show And then remember he took me to the Emmy party yes. uh, The Netflix Emmy party Where hilarity ha- in Total hilarity um, well, Remind
1: me again of the dry The, the limo <laughs> Wait, Tell us that story again
0: Just that I was like in this get up With my tits hanging out and <laughs> Which was only because The dresses that I ordered never came So right. I had like to find a dress At uh-huh. the last minute Anyway, my tits are hanging out, and my Uber picks me up out front, and it's like all these fancy people in their limos, and then this guy in his, like, 1994 Toyota Corolla (laughs) rolls up, and he is grosser than gross, and I get in, and it smelled like actual shit in there. Oh, God. And it was not okay. Celebrities, they're just like us. (laughs) I guarantee you everyone was, like, feeling very sorry for me because it was a pathetic Display me in my Cinderella ball gown oh. with T I T S's. But oh, God. anyway, Ryan made this wonderful film about Dr. Ruth, and you know how she's just a fireball. Yes. She's four feet 10 inches or something it. crazy. And her parents survived, uh, were killed in the Holocaust, mm-hmm. but they had sent her to an orphanage beforehand. And so, you know, they were sending the letters and then one day the letters stopped and that's when she knew that it was over. They had perished in the Holocaust. Um, But I think I told you how they, she keeps in touch with all the other kids at the orphanage. No. Not one of them has committed suicide. (gasps) Not one of them has depression. What? Not one of them has become a drug addict. I don't get it. Okay.
1: What is this resiliency? She that hap- claims- what is,
0: What's going on? Her theory is that um, they, the foundation that is created in the home that would then have you send your kid off yeah. to spare them yeah. was probably enough to um, mm. keep them healthy and well for mm-hmm. their whole life. And what a beautiful story. It's kind of like hope. They're all- they all had that firm foundation. Yeah. They knew they were loved. Ugh. They knew they were cared for, even when their parents were no longer. And, you know, she created a sexual revolution in a way. Yes, she sure did. And she Educated has a PhD. Millions. Yeah, she's just an uh, amazing. And I went to the, his little, he had a, a viewing, mm-hmm. and she came. <gasps> and so when I walked in the theater, there were two seats that said reserved. So I was like, I'm sitting next to those people. You're so smart. And so I did. And then she came in and sat down and she goes, I like your shoes. So, so, what? Disney! I can't believe you waited this long to tell me. It was on Instagram. It was probably before you were active on there. Probably. <laughs> oh, my God. But this yeah. is so cool. Yeah, I was like, this is but a good she moment. Likes her shoes. She likes my shoes. Which one were they? They were the African pumps. Oh, I love those. Yeah. I was going to guess those. But anyway, that but the film is fantastic because what an interesting person and a an, uh, incredible story and an inspiration, I want to know how she got interested in that <clears throat> subject and how she became yeah. you know, to be able to
1: speak on that and at a time where yeah, it's really kind of taboo and- she's
0: interesting because she's progressive in many mm-hmm. ways, but she's also quite traditional, yeah, and so she kind of does that thing where you work backwards, so like afterwards, yes. there was a q and a and i was i said, you know uh that I, I'm curious about religion, obviously, mm-hmm. and that I wondered how uh, I forget what the what I was asking, but something just about how she is a Jewish woman mm-hmm. and how she reconciles her you know pre- prescription for like doing whatever you want in the bedroom mm-hmm. with religiosity mm-hmm. and she She claims that her religion is very progressive mm-hmm. and whatever whatever she kind of worked around it. But it felt like she is this, so she's going to make her sexual ideas fit with what Mm -hmm. she already Mm -hmm. believes. And she is masterful at that (laughs) because most people would have, like me, I had to change my beliefs. She kind of kept hers and then worked backwards and was like, here's how I'm going to make it work. You
1: know, it's interesting though, because the more I studied relationships and intimacy, the more I saw a link between some of the messages that... I would say the like the core message that many um like religious traditions are trying to teach. Yeah. Like for example, after a lot of research, I mean this goes against everything we say on here, but a lot of research shows that uh women who have fewer sexual partners mm-hmm. before getting married are rate right their uh like, sex, is their that that sexual said? satisfaction as higher.
0: I remember, you, like, when that study came out, but I didn't... Was that it?
1: Yeah, it was, like, the less sex partners you have, the more happy... Because you, know you don't you, really know. It's like if you've only had vanilla ice cream your whole life, and you'd be like, I, I'm fine with this. And if somebody gave you chocolate, you'd be like, even better. That is, But you haven't had, like, had, a million. That was not
0: true in my case. Me neither. <laughs> but that's what the research
1: <laughs> shows. What if? But and also, uh, cohabitating before marriage is yeah. not good.
0: Yeah. I get that.
1: And that kind of fits in line with a lot of, you know, so. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Okay. And even like abstaining from like, or what a, like, it's very difficult to create a, um, a lasting relationship that's built on, I don't know, the, uh, certain things. If you started, like. With a one night stand meeting at a bar, like it's very hard to kind of come back from there and
0: oh, dang. and
1: build, you know. Not saying that it doesn't happen. Sure, I'm yeah. not saying that at all. But statistically, you know, better to wait until monogamy before you. Boo! Boo! I know. <laughs> so that's like yeah, more. Maybe. You know, you're like, oh, maybe that's kind of like what they were trying to teach with those stories in the uh, the old book over there.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm glad. Here's the thing that I'm thankful for that she uh had a progressive idea about homosexuality very early mm. on, and that was really special for the gay community, especially during the AIDS scare yes, of the yes. 80s. And she was like, you know, she just was the voice of reason about it and yeah. was educating people about how you get AIDS and what can be yeah. done or whatever. And she's the old lady. I know. It's
1: great. Yeah. The
0: accent, so cute. It's on Hulu if you guys want to watch it. It's really good and oh, yeah. just fun. She's such a fun person to watch, but you really get some insight in her private life.
1: I mean, my favorite thing were the Herbal Essence commercials. When oh, she'd yeah. She'd be like,
0: try the body wash. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 yes. And I she was in that. a lot of stuff like that. She's kind of like a pop culture she totally icon. totally And she's just magical. I forget how old she is now, 95 or something. Oh, but. God. Can you imagine? She's still killing it.
1: Yeah. She's we're going to be delight. like
0: that. You think?
1: Oh, for sure.
0: Sarah. There's
1: no reason we would not be I think it. I'm
0: going to have an early death. No. Stop saying that. I do. I really believe I, that. I don't believe it. I, I was thinking, though, how I'm getting to the age now where it's like it wouldn't even be that tragic. So maybe I'm out of the woods. You're fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I didn't die at 20 mm-hmm. or
1: 30. I know. When I made it past that 27, you know, I was like, I'm good.
0: Right. Now we got to go to 100 or whatever. Okay.
1: 102, me and you. (laughs) And And then it will be
0: like episode (sighs) 3,816. How many of these episodes do you think you have in you?
1: 3,816. Oh, do you?
0: You just indefinite.
1: You know, I feel like once we made it past 100, I was like, shit, there is a lot to talk about. Like, I really could keep talking for the rest of my life
0: that was your benchmark i don't
1: know I, I, maybe like not really but you know
0: right we didn't run out of anything yeah. we do repeat ourselves
1: yeah but it's so to, that that really it's just updating yeah you know it's been revisiting like upda- yes we're revisiting which we, it's important to do things. one thing that
0: we should revisit though is how awesome fabletics leggings are yes I mean, have you guys ordered
1: yours yet? I have lost my black pair with the zipper on the side. I cannot find it anywhere. I searched my whole entire house because I just went on the airplane, and that's my airplane outfit, as you know. Land I have to find it.
0: <laughs> what if she's like, I know how I'll get her. Let's do her Fabletics. Oh, <laughs> you'll we'll find them. I
1: know. They're somewhere. I just, I have to
0: find them. Well, you guys can find them at fabletics.com slash brain candy because uh, they have wonderful leggings and pants and all kinds of athleisure for whatever you are going to be going about doing. It's a one-stop shop for affordable athletic wear. Really high quality, but really affordable, which is so cool. And it looks super cute yes. and flattering, too. They have a lot of high-waisted items, which I love. Um, just a lot of variety, a lot of colorful, yeah. and then there's matching, yes. you know, the whole the outfits. Yeah, yeah, people love that. I love them. So they they love you guys, too, and they want to give you a deal. So to get two leggings for only $24, when you sign up for a VIP program, just go to fabletics.com slash braincandy to take advantage of the deal. That's fabletics.com slash braincandy to get two leggings for only $24 and free shipping on orders over 49 bucks. international shipping available, and there's absolutely no commitment when you purchase your first order. Fabletics.com slash braincandy. Yeah, man. There you go. Yeah. All right. What else did I want to talk to you about? <clears throat> um, okay. Here's one for you. There was a um, an article... I forget where now. Oh, The Cut. It was oh, yeah. talking... I keep coming across these articles about the invisible labor of women. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I know we've gone down this road before. But this one was framed through the lens of... They were on the subway and somebody's watching as... Mm, I think their coffee kind of spilled a bit mm-hmm. and there was a puddle and they had to go rooting through their purse and get out napkins and like put it down and it, you know, try to clean it up even though you're going to fail miserably when there's a huge spill. Yeah, And so the article was talking about how handbags sort of represent the requirement of <sighs> women to be ready for anything. Oh my God. And the it burden so true. of that. It that is so you, true. You don't think about very much. 'Cause it's seen as an accessory and something cute. We love bags. I love getting a new bag. But what is required of you is the expectation that you're gonna have everything that you and your family needs yep. and you're gonna lug it around all damn day. Yeah. Yep. I thought that was insightful. That is. And I have
1: this panic if I don't <laughs> carry my bag with all I mean yeah. everything. I tend you name to it, do. It, like, I can sol- I can yeah, you have a uh, lot of stuff. It, it became the running joke at school where they were like, "Yeah, it's in Sarah's Mary Poppins bag," because they'd be like, "Oh my gosh, this little screw fell out." Like, hang on, I got a toolkit. Oh, my my shirt, <laughs> I got a, I got got a hole kit. in my shirt. Hang on, I got a sewing kit. I have all that stuff.
0: Yeah, and, and so you're what the problem. Well, we're expected to be the problem solvers. Yes, and just how literally and figuratively. We're supposed to clean up the messes.
1: Yep. And I was just thinking when you said about the mess, where if, if you have a purse, there's almost the expectation or assumption that you're going to have some tissues in it. And if you were in a crowd where you didn't even spill the coffee. Yes. And you're in a crowd of five dudes and you have a huge ass bag. They're going to look at they're you. They're going to look at like, you. Like, don't you have anything in your bag Solve to clean this problem. up? problem. <gasps> clean up my mess, lady. Dude, I know
0: that that's true. Right? What? Because their moms cleaned up their messes. Yep. Oh, oh my God. And so now we have to clean up the messes all the time for everybody. Our kids, our husbands, and also strangers who might...
1: There's an experiment in this where, like, somebody's got to do... This is like one of those hidden Mm -hmm. camera things of, like, (laughs) what happens when a guy spills it and how many people come to... Yeah, I need to know all this.
0: Well, and it's just... A social construct that you see so much that you don't think about it, right? And so we accept it as okay and normal, but it's a burden that women are dealing with day to day. They need to be prepared. They need to clean up the messes of other people. It's so strange. Mm-hmm. This makes me like want to
1: just ditch my bag.
0: Well, I'm, I tend to be an all or nothing, Yeah. so I either have yeah. the bag and have everything, or I'm like, here, I have a lip gloss, <laughs> add and put it in your pocket. Yes. But usually men are throwing their shit in our bags. Yeah, I know this. And there's another problem, which is why aren't you guys putting pockets in every piece? Because they want us to have a bag right. and to wear heels, so we're... We can't run away. We can't faster.
1: escape. <laughs> it's so crazy that this. But it's the oh. Put the pockets
0: in the clothes. Yeah,
1: I do have an amazing pink dress on uh, Poshmark that has pockets <laughs> in it. Yes, it's uh, the best dress. If well, it's why still are fit you me, selling it? Oh, it it's too fit. big. Oh, All okay. my clothes don't fit now, so I have to get rid of. Every, they're beyond tailoring. So.
0: Yeah. All right. <sighs> well, out. somebody There's will pick stuff. that up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. And it's got pockets. Pockets.
1: That mm-hmm. is the key selling point. Like your wedding dress had pockets.
0: I know. I love that. It's pretty much all you need to know about me as a person is that yeah. my fucking wedding dress had pockets in it. Like I can't I have to be practical. Oh. And I had lip gloss in there then too. And
1: one of my favorite fat things was that I even before Landon and I got married, I had like my Pinterest like dream wedding board <laughs> and the dress that you modeled yours after was the dress no. that I had on my board.
0: Oh, that's so Yeah, nice. it was like the J Crew
1: wedding dress with the, yep. Yeah. Mhm.
0: Aww. So your
1: wedding, when I, I was like, oh my god, we were we twinning. Even had the same. Yeah.
0: Know. Do you think you'll get married again? I don't know. Like, what's your position on that? Um. Obviously, these things are subject to change. But of a course, lot of times, you. when people get divorced, they think yeah. never again. Mm. You know, like it would look
1: different. Like I, I feel. You know, I have a friend who got divorced and then met a wonderful man and has babies with him and then now they're getting married after having the babies mm-hmm. and it does feel to me like kids are the glue that bring you know holds two people together f- way more than a marriage you know certificate does yeah and so i think getting married would be more for children and for their you know than for myself yeah anymore i don't know though
0: i was saying that to sarah whenever this whole thing began that You know, I have been married before and divorced, but because we didn't have a kid, it's really like it just goes away. Like after you deal with the terrible nightmare Mm -hmm. of it all and the paperwork and the selling and the splitting of the stuff, then it just goes away. Whereas if you have a kid, even if you're not married, it ain't going away. It ain't going away. So that you're right about. The permanency is really with the kids you create, not in the paper you sign. Right.
1: But I would do it so different. I would... Elope, I would, or I would get married in a courthouse. I would, it would be so private. And, and I recently heard uh, from one of my therapist friends uh, about a woman or a couple who um, they created their vows that they said in front of everybody and then they created what they called their shadow vows. Oh, yeah, you told me about that. Yeah. Did I talk about this on here? Yeah. Okay, good. You're into that? Yes. I'm really into it because I think talking and being open about those parts of you that, you know, we all have that nobody's perfect and nobody's going to do everything right the whole time. But, you know, being like, sometimes when I'm, you know, in a certain place, I will react harsher than whatever it is. Like, mm-hmm. and being, and cause I think with that and, and with that vulnerability and that openness comes compassion and forgiveness and understanding and caring from the other side. And when that goes both ways, oh, you can survive so much. But when there's this Expectation of like here are the vows and you have to be like exactly these good things and there's no you know wavering from this and and it just feels like this immense pressure to be perfect all the time and nobody is Mm -hmm. you know so I think talking about these are all the things that I commit to you but also these are all the things that you know the the reactions I may have that aren't always the best but you know do you accept those too kind right of thing.
0: yeah well and i was wondering if because you're a marriage and family therapist if you were struggling with the idea that you are going to be divorced mm-hmm. maybe you are but the um it's so useful i know it's going to come in handy it's, that's what
1: everybody keeps dealing saying dealing
0: with people who are in this nightmare because right. there's a level of empathy that you can't really get unless right. you go through it absolutely so that's so a good thing much in the, in a way. I mean I think so about reliving.
1: all the, the the tragedies and all the things I think about a miscarriage. I think about you know I was able to <clears throat> I had a client who had um who was dealing with depression, and he was really struggling because he had family members that were not able to understand how he couldn't just get up and and just be okay, yeah, and his mother shared with me that she had had a miscarriage and i said remember what it was like when you had your miscarriage how nobody could tell you that that how you yeah. just had that sadness and it didn't matter what people said
0: mm-hmm.
1: that's what his depression feels like and she got it
0: oh that's good and it
1: was like through that that i was able to teach a lesson and and through my own experiences connect and and see like the connection between that feeling and what depression could feel like and what sadness you know all those things to be able to i don't know create some sort of analogy to help people better understand and i felt like i couldn't in good faith sit across from somebody and tell them that they need to or that how how helpful it would be for them to follow their goals or follow their dreams and and live in line with what they're you know their core values are, and what their soul wants, and not doing that myself. Mm-hmm. I could, I couldn't do it.
0: Yeah, so that'll come in handy. Yeah, you know what else comes in handy is having the right clothes and the best clothes to wear to work. I know so many of our listeners are in the medical field—doctors, nurses, dentists, all that stuff—and for so long, all those people had to wear these scratchy, ill-fitting scrubs. And now Figs came along, which is this awesome company that makes high quality, super soft and really functional scrubs and um, other clothing for medical professionals. So like, they're designed with innovative technical properties so that you got all your tools and stuff handy. And I placed an order and got some just so I could see what we're dealing with. They are so nice. I got... They have a whole line of like stuff that people can wear under their scrubs. And frankly, they're great for everyone, not just medical professionals. So I'm super stoked about them, but you guys are going to love them if you have to wear scrubs, especially to work. Um, and here's another cool thing. Every time you shop at FIGS, they give scrubs to healthcare providers in need around the world through their Threads for Threads initiative, which I always love a company that does that. So whether you're one of the awesome humans that works in healthcare or someone that wants to say thanks to these deserving folks, that would make a great gift. You guys should do that. Um, Figs is going to make that easy by providing you with a 15% off your first purchase by using our code BRAINCANDY. So get ready to love your scrubs. Finally, head to wherefigs.com, that's W-E-A-R-F-I-G-S.com, and enter our code BRAINCANDY at checkout what a great gift for somebody you know in that profession too. But check them out, wearfigs.com, and use our code Brain Candy. Um, I need to tell you this funny thing that while we're sitting here, <laughs> oh that- yeah, you're like giggling over
1: there, and <laughs> yeah. I'm like trying to like just pretend to keep keep the conversation going. And Matt not-
0: Narone, my friend, who's oh, one man. of the guys that you were speaking about earlier, that some of them are just really nice, good people. Yes. Oh, that perfect example. Yeah, Matt Narone, Matt Narone's Ma- my guy. Anyway, he's listening to one of our other episodes, and he said, (laughs) regarding Sarah's ganglion cyst going away, quote, no wonder we have abandonment issues. Did you hear that in the episode that we... No,
1: is that I, Did you, you were say like, that?
0: Yeah, because you were like, I had it, and then it was a cyst, and then it just went away. And then I'm like, yeah, no wonder we have that issues, and you didn't respond. And then- Those are always <laughs> my favorite and then he It's goes, true. <laughs> he goes, oh, Jesus, that was premature. I just got to the Sheboygan cereal toilet <laughs> Cocker, this one's off to a good start. That might be one of our best episodes. Sheboygan cereal kill. That
1: really was one of my favorites. It still tickles me. And I spent the next week trying to remember what the hell the name of that city was.
0: It's <laughs> <was> like Cincinnati. <laughs> well, and how then it, it became the Sheboygan Cereal Cereal. <laughs> oh, I'm glad we enjoy ourselves. Hey, hey, if
1: no one else does, just us and Matt and our own-y, That's all we need. <laughs> Um, oh, man, that okay. is funny. Yes. There, I, I don't know where I was, but I, so I came home and somebody was like, Oh, what'd you talk about? Maybe I was hanging out with my aunt or my mom. <laughs> oh, I was God. like, What'd you talk about on the podcast? And I was like, Oh, just like a guy who intentionally clogged toilets with shit.
0: <laughs> you know, brainy stuff. <laughs> you know,
1: it's like weird what stands out in my mind. We could talk about a bunch of really deep stuff. We talk about good things. People
0: don't care when we do that. I don't remember. No, they do. I think they prefer when mainly like when I can tell you a news story that's silly and then you react <laughs> to it because that's really your superpower. Oh, well, thank you. I consider my superpower to be the ability to find anyone online yeah, or any. It
1: is a superpower. You are good at it. You're like, hang on, give me five minutes.
0: <laughs> yeah, here's a cell number. Yeah. And Sarah's superpower is her ability to react with hilarity to basically <laughs> anything I bring up. I always use the example, like if I said to you, I was just thinking about rocking chairs, and you'd be like, oh my God, I was just thinking about rocking chairs. Because you
1: did say that once, and it turned out I had two stories about them that day. I can't remember yeah. what they were, but, you know, every now and then. It's a limited uh, skill set, but it really comes in <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> as on a it's podcast. totally like that. And, but it, what, what I think, you know, Yes, mm-hmm. yes. After reading the, our amazing book club book, Range, by mm-hmm. David Epstein, mm-hmm. which I really loved, mm-hmm. uh, it talked a lot about the importance of making analogies and how, like, being able to think about any subject and yeah. then think about the story, like, the connections, the way that those that connects to other things yeah. is, like... You know how we it's solve a superpower. problems. Yes. So, thanks, Suze. I'm very excited about this superpower. <laughs> I need to make a cape.
0: Okay, so you know how you want to donate your body to science? Correct. So, this guy donated his mother's body to an Arizona Center for Alzheimer's Research, mm-hmm. and then he found out that it was sold. So, I didn't know they sell them. What? To the US military for $6,000. <sighs> And they strapped her dead body to a chair and blew it up in a blast. No, 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 no. That is the wrong. I was not talking about that kind of science. We're going to have to have a
1: lot of, a lot of, what are they called? Conditions. Like, like this is going to be a long packet. I'm turning into the UCLA Medical Center where my body's
0: going. What if you can't make, you know, conditions? Well,
1: is there something to be gained from this research? I guess so. Then go ahead. Okay,
0: you don't mind if these people make six grand off of your rotting dead body. Strap you to a chair and blow you up in a blast test. You're fine with that.
1: (laughs) I feel like if you were to word that differently, it wouldn't sound (laughs) nearly as bad. Like the body was repurposed for use in military, like uh, uh, intel. And utilized for a military experiment by attaching, rather than strapping it down. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like other words that would make well, it sound. Then, not, and even though I'm trying it, it's not doing any better. But
0: I mean, I don't think she would have wanted that. No, is probably the thing. not. You know they they had something in mind. Yeah. You Kind of needed to be real specific. Yeah,
1: like research. That's like I don't know if that falls in well does that fall into the category of science i guess so but it's a little to too a little, broad yeah i, I think. need to be a little more specific i'm gonna be like can ucla we be, though? and don't do move me
0: but do you think maybe there's they don't do conditions like type of thing
1: maybe you can donate to a specific department uh-huh because like i'd be very like only what
0: but if they had said miss miss rice do you are you okay with the military using I would You, say you yes. would have said yes. I would have said yes.
1: You're right. Especially with how much I love the military now.
0: Yeah, and yeah. By the way, you have your work cut out for you because I know you're feeling very hopeful about all that, but the numbers are not good with sexual assault.
1: <sighs> That's the tricky part. So it's kind of like the diagnosis of a disease that we've recently discovered
0: mm-hmm. that
1: the rates of diagnosis go through the roof and it's like did that were, are the rates of that disease going through the Increasing. roof or is it just yeah. the diagnosis of it and so that's what's happening is we have far more people coming forward and saying that they that these things happen to them mm-hmm. and it's so important to understand that these things happen in like clusters because you have few people committing multiple acts mm-hmm. there was a study that was done with incarcerated uh, prisoners of sexual um, assault. And uh, they originally reported, there were 99 prisoners and they originally reported, I think it was 153 victims between all of them. Then after what, like documenting their conversations and mm-hmm. listening to them for however many months, it came forward that 963 victims between all of them. Mm-hmm. So it went from like one, or like, what was it like? 10 for each or 1 for each to uh almost 10 for each. Uh-huh. So that's what we're seeing is like you have a, uh, a maybe leadership in a certain um uh group where the messages are not clear about what you know is or isn't sexual assault or sexual harassment, and then one person like that is okayed in that group somehow, and then you have one person or two people who are getting us these really high numbers, and when you kind of like uh, narrow in, it looks really bad. But when you zoom out and you look at really what they're doing to f- combat this, to to fight it, is there there's so much. I mean, there are t- every single. Um, uh, uh, what are they called? I always get the names wrong of all their, like military is so, they have all names for everything, you know, like I can't, uh, it's like every group or battalion or whatever they call it has a representative from what they call a sharp program, which is sexual harassment and assault, um, uh, response and prevention team. And every single group has a representative. And I went to this obstacle course. Just the other day, with all these soldiers, and what they did is they ran through. um, They they got together in teams of like ten, and they ran through the obstacle course. And after finishing an obstacle course, they or one of the obstacles, they before they continued to the next one, they were given a scenario, and they were read a scenario like you're at a strip club and you see this da 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 yeah, and what are they supposed to do? And they couldn't continue on until they got you know, correctly answered it. And if they didn't, they had to do burpees. And it was just like hearing the ways that they are trying to like send these messages. There's so much that they're doing. And like no news is covering that. They're covering the story of, you know, the assault that took place over here. But there really is a ton that they're doing to to stop this. And no one, I have not met a single person on any military base that I've been to that has said, we don't care about this or this isn't an issue. Mm-hmm. Every single one said, this is a top priority and this matters to us so much. And here's why. And this affects camaraderie. This affects everything this da, 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 da. And we have way more women who are in um, like positions of leadership now that are changing it. Like I've, met i think three or four drill sergeants and half of them are women
0: mm-hmm.
1: well two out of four were women so
0: i would argue though counterpoint mm-hmm. that you know how um in the country hate crimes like race mm-hmm. yeah. race yes. crimes have risen yes and white people have been emboldened yeah. by racist rhetoric mm-hmm. i think that's also happening with rape and sexual assault Mm. even though me too happened and people are being Mm -hmm. um getting in trouble more maybe Mm -hmm. than they used Mm -hmm. to i do think there's still a sense of like the misogyny being Mm -hmm. reinforced at Mm -hmm. those high levels which makes maybe more things Mm -hmm. happen
1: and i would i would say that probably is in in small not just in the military i mean just everywhere yes where they're almost like it's kind of like that that You know, we talk about in therapy, whenever you try to create a boundary, the person who you're creating that boundary with will do one of two things. They'll either fall in line or they'll give you double what they were giving you before Mm -hmm. as as if to test it or be like, oh, really? Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it might be some of that. Yeah. But I think that is those few bad seeds that you're
0: describing are perhaps they think they can't get caught or whatever the heck.
1: And I feel like that is getting like weeded out there with the more females who come in too. Mm-hmm. and there's a lot there they were just telling me and show me all these pictures about the they just did an all-female para uh para rescue like you know where they're like jumping out and of planes and everything and it was like an all-female team and you know then there was like they they were telling me like a man was telling me how there was one guy who was like why do we need we need to do this like we, and how the men in the group were like this is important shut up
0: and no, you okay. get,
1: and he was like, "Why don't we have like a men's month?" Well, you do. You get eleven other like they they get one month. You have all the rest of the year. And these were guys who were telling them this, so that is changing. It's that's just good. it takes time, and it takes you know people like you, yeah, hopefully, and pe- uh, people like my amazing speaking partner Flip, who's a male yeah. who's out there running the course with them, and then gets up there and says. It's not just females and this happens and it doesn't mean all these things and look, look at all these myths and it's just really powerful. Yeah. And even just, you know, I got, it's amazing the things that get you respect with that group,
0: you know, <laughs> right. like
1: I did a, one of the obstacle courses, attitude changed deaf like not from mine, but the, what I got from other people yeah. changed. I think I, you know, in my head, I'm thinking coming in in a blazer with my tattoos covered up is the way to go. Nope, as soon as they saw my tattoos, like high-ranking officers were coming up to me being like that's badass. We all have them too. Da da da. You should not you shouldn't cover those up. And I was like, "Well, this is the opposite of what I was expecting." Yeah. So, you know, you kind of got a yeah, a lot of yes ma'ams yes sirs and a uh, respect to hierarchy, but they're so open to learning. Mm-hmm. And to see all these military like high-ranking officers taking notes and when I'm talking about the importance of like trauma and the connection to the body and i'm like oh there's a really great book called the body keeps score by vessel vandercold they are like s- scribbling it down of like oh yeah i gotta write that and mm, they are good. getting it and that's it's great. really really inspiring every single time i go i'm inspired
0: keep up the good so, work i'll try and don't forget yeah. you clowns can do your part by freaking subscribing to this gd show and giving us a <laughs> five star review and uh we'll see you next time yay Love bye you. bye This podcast is brought to you by Weave Podcast Network. Check out all of our shows, including the Brain Candy Podcast, I Don't Get It, Coffee Convos, and Let's Talk About It.